Welcome to the Job Pod with your host, Elijah. Jobs, careers, and everything in between. Conversations with experts from searching to success. Renee, thank you so much for joining the Job Pod. It's awesome to have you. And I know transition teachers are going to be super excited to hear all your thoughts and understand why it's, um, it makes sense to go from transition teacher to scrum master. And we also talked about uh, overthinking. Uh, later, we'll get to maybe what's next with Scrum Master Scholarships uh, for people who can't afford the, the training and certifications, maybe a learning podcast to come and then see what's down the horizon. You, you've done a lot with teaching. Um, I have, yes. 12 years, right? Yes, yes. Um, I've been a, actually a special education teacher um, that focuses uh, specifically with children with young autism, ages three to five, that have intense and extreme behaviors. Um, we're self-contained. So honestly, it's going to, I'm not sure for it might, what I say is going to resonate with all transitioning teachers because I'm really speaking um, from a place of being like in a specialized uh, program and with like IEPs. And so I really actually don't deal with a lot of like state level assessments or the type of things that general education um, teachers do because we are just very in our own specialized program and we kind of do our own thing. So, yeah, but I wouldn't do, I wouldn't have done anything other than that. I, I, I love the kids dearly. It's just, uh, I was ready to make my transition, um, because of burnout. Uh, I feel they, uh, school, the school district, um, and just, or, and, or the States, because it's actually happening, uh, uh, countrywide in, in regards to teachers um, burning out, um, being overworked, and that's and that's and it's true. Um, and we're very underappreciated. Um, and I feel like maybe people could think that might be said um, that that we're saying that a lot. And really, I think it depends on your maybe school principal that whether because some places you could have the best school principal, and maybe you do feel appreciated but um that will play a big factor into that similar to i guess corporate world where managers will appreciate or there's just good people mm -hmm. take care of good people right sure uh, can you share a bit about what you're highly successful at to give people a real sense of the value that special educators bring just real quick or um i would say taste. uh pay you know patience and really you have to have empathy um, and you have to really be able to see the bigger picture. So, you know, a lot of people see like, oh, there's, you know, there's special net, you know, needs kids. God bless you. You're such a good person. And it's like, I don't see it that way. I feel that they need to, they deserve just as good as a teacher as the general education teachers and that they are able to do a lot of things. Um, they're just, need to be taught. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not obvious to them. It's not clear to them. And so I feel that laying a solid foundation, almost like if you think of like a working agreement type of thing, but uh, I'm that solid foundation that I end up do working with toilet training. And I've had been very successful with that. Um, teaching them to sit in a chair, pretty much getting ready for these um, pre skills. Um, if they're able to go out into general education at some point. For sure. It's that foundation isn't always solid. How many times did you get vomited on? 
Oh, I, ask? I, I, I could not know. Uh, it would be, I couldn't count on my hands and toes uh, frequently because of sensory issues, whether it's something they didn't want to touch, they would vomit or they didn't like the smell, they would vomit or gag. Really? So that wasn't during the, you know, some, some a child three to five, they, they don't always have a good sense of what to eat and what not to eat in, in mm -hmm. any situation. Right. Sure. But this isn't based on food. Mm -hmm. This is just so much. Uh, mental pressure that they just sure react yes and, and then there you are surprised yeah yes I mean I've been urinating I've been I've been I've uh, any spit actually I started back in the classroom this past Friday um, and I have uh, three students that are spitters so I was spit on literally all day long for behavior and I was like wow I'm welcome back welcome back Renee right and, and a lot of times too it's it's either you're going to appreciate because you love what you do mm -hmm. and you, your heart is big enough to you know share that love with others and mm -hmm. and be that uh, selfless um it, i guess stable stability mm -hmm. point uh, in the child's life whether it be autism or not sure. and, and then otherwise if you're not getting appreciated then obviously you want to look for money be able to sustain yourself and grow <laughs> and, and do the things you want to do travel or live out your dreams right absolutely so it sounds like you're moving from that lack of appreciation mm -hmm. to just earning the, the money that you think you're deserve your worth sure, and, absolutely. and that's kind of where we get into scrumming right uh, scrum after stuff absolutely and i actually um how i got into it was um i've never heard of scrum before until my boyfriend actually introduced it to me he's a uh software engineer and architect and he said renee um you really need to check out uh scrum master and i was like what what is that like i've never heard of that and so he was like i'm not going to tell you do your own research learn learn a little bit about it watch some videos see if it resonates with you if it's something you might be interested in. and i say you go for it um and he actually bought me my computer so that i could work on that during the um summer um so I learned about it and I was like, this is exactly what I'm wanting because I'm already doing it, but I'm doing it as in my free time. Like I actually applied to be the lead um, mentor teacher for our autism program. One of our um, upper program um, individuals said, hey, Renee, there's going to be an opening apply for it. You didn't hear it from me, but I, you've been in, been in this program as long as me. And I think you should do it because you already do it. And I said, sure. So I did that. And at the end of July, I asked our actual program supervisor, um, Hey, have I, you know, I applied for the position. I haven't heard anything. Um, and she goes, Oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have that position anymore. Um, so we're going to, because we need, we, the shortage is so bad and we just need teachers to stay in their classrooms. I was crushed. Um, and so mm -hmm. it, it's already, it, so long story short, it is already what I was like preparing myself for and wanting. And then I, it, it just, it, it learning Scrum Master, I was like, yes, this, this is the direction I'm going. So this is the path. This is where I want to go. What primarily drove you to Scrum? What was the aha moment, the light bulb? The, you know, the the growth, the constant growth, the constant learning, um, and the psychological safety of work, you know, working as a team, the team collaboration, the being that support system, and being able to, whether it's in person or remotely, 
picking up on those things because they're always like, oh, so what if one person doesn't want to talk or whatnot? And I feel you need to build those rapports and relationships with people. And so to me, I, I, I just, I love analyzing behavior. And so being able to see maybe somebody, I might be able to pick up on it, but maybe somebody's having a bad day or something's going on, you know, um, and they're not comfortable expressing it. But if I can build that relationship with them, then maybe, you know, or have that relationship with them or that trust, building trust, um, then maybe, you know, I could help, you know, even have like a friendship or, you know, work that work through that. I just love, I guess I just, I have such a passion for learning and just, I love how having that agile mindset to where it's like, I feel like this is something I've been missing for so long, for 12 years. And if you can pivot as a special education uh, a teacher uh, and, and react to the unexpected, uh, you know, scrumming, uh, <laughs> probably pretty, I don't want to say easy, but it'll feel like at home, it's right? You're taking care <laughs> of others. You're, you're worrying about sure. other personalities and behaviors. And and now you're able to kind of pivot and move and, and react sure. and on the fly yeah. and without without no problem. And sometimes it's remote learning and, and scrum projects. So you're not directly involved with people. So all those issues that we talked about before, like uh, mental health reasons or insecurities mm -hmm. or introvertedness or overthinkers, then you can really tap into that, encourage them and, and keep that project moving. Absolutely. Cool. Yes. Yes. So, so you said you're start, starting to do this in the summer. So have you, have you got your certification, uh, started working on Scrum or, or where are you now at your, at your stage? Sure. Um, so I really started, I'd say towards the end of July, um, doing, you know, after when I learned about that, I was like, okay, here we go. Um, I signed up to take the PSM. I first did some networking. I got on LinkedIn because I've never had, I've never really used LinkedIn or had any idea about it. So I had to learn that. Um, and after a couple of weeks, I was, uh, I mean, a week or so of studying, I was like, okay, let me take the PSM. Well, I did not pass. And so I was like, oh my gosh, school's about to start. So then I'm like, I need to get this. I need to get this. In my mind, not really knowing the business side of things, I was like, okay, once I get my certification, you know, it might take a month or a couple of weeks and sure, I'll, I'll find a job. This, yeah, well, that's not the case, but that's what I thought. Um, so then I quickly signed up to take the two-day course for the CSM. Um, so I have my CSM certification and I also have my safe uh, scrum master certification but I've just I've taken well well over 40 hours of like the extra learnings just through extra free little courses attending meetups um, and attending as many events uh, just because I really I really want to make sure that any company that hires me that they know that I'm serious and that I'm, I really want to be an asset and value to the team. You know, I want to make sure. sure that I do my best job and I'm putting the team first and I'm do, I, I'm doing my part the best that I can. Awesome. What's the difference between professional scrum master cert and, um, was it, uh, this, this, certified scrum? Yes. So the, the amount of questions on the exam is, uh, the PSM has a lot more questions and you get, I think, like 60 minutes for 85 questions or something like that. Don't quote me. Um, and then the other one you get, I think, six 
50 minutes for, uh, I think it's like 75 questions, but it's a significantly lower number, but the percentage of passing. So for the PSM, you have to have an 80% and it's a lifelong, like you are certified you, that you have that certification forever. Whereas the CSM, you, um, I think you only have to have a 75 to pass um, and you have to renew. So you'll have to pay a renewal fee every um, two years. Um, so, and it's also more expensive taking the CSM. Well, I think if you do the okay. courses, cause you have to take those courses or the training, the two day training, um, whereas PSM, you do not have to. So for folks that don't know much about the project world in agile space, uh, CSM almost sounds like a common first aid training where you have to renew sure. um, every couple of years. Uh, it's not the same, obviously way different, but that's the kind of just for people's visual have to go every couple of years. Do you think there's more value in having to renew your skills every couple of years or uh, do you think it, I guess it depends on the job, right? Where you're going to go and when you need the PS, I don't, PSM and CSM? I don't think it should. I, honestly, I don't think it depends on any of the job. I think that if that's hmm. a job that you're passionate about, there should always be that uh, hungry, like feeling for learning and to ways to improve. Because there's always things that are going to be changing regardless of your role. Or I feel there, there might be things that are changing. And so I feel that constantly you know, taking a course or two or um, just learning about uh, different ways of doing things um, sh should be something that, you know, people want, um, you know, want to do because they, they have that passion. I guess it all depends on people. It doesn't sound like there's real amount of difference between the two courses and certification. It just depends if you want to, uh, I guess, motivate yourself uh, to learn on your own or or have that course renewal perhaps force you to kind of stay current? Well, the, the PSM, um, you don't have to take a course. So you could do your own studying. You do your own studying and you're just paying for the exam. Now, if you take that exam and don't pass, if you don't make an 80, um, I, I made a 78. So I was like, oh, Renee. Um, no. and, and that's okay. So I, I know. Um, so if you don't, if you don't um, pass it, then they do also offer additional trainings. Like you can take kind of like how the CSM has, you can pay for trainer. You can find some trainers that have classes and then go that route through the PSM. But gotcha. I noticed their trainings were more expensive, especially being on a teacher budget. I have to be very mindful of finances. For sure. Do you think that when you go into career exploration, um, this this kind of weighs on your uh, ability to overthink well? Oh. Uh, do you go into analysis paralysis, things like that? Do you find yourself stuck to the point where you overanalyze things or overthink? I, I can kind of relate, right? So I'm kind of curious uh, uh, how that affects your day to day. I feel I go into vicious cycles to where it's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then I'm like, okay, I made no difference. Okay, let me try to mm. change it up. Um, and... And I feel that I also want to do things so well. So in regards to even writing a little article, so or writing something for LinkedIn posts, something that would take somebody five to 10 minutes, I could probably spend three hours writing. So that one, you're like, it was so succinct. I was like, 
Oh, thank you so much. If you only knew how much time that took me because I re-edit, re-edit, delete, you know, type up. Okay, go back. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Let me move this here. I, I, those things I overanalyze to an, I, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating that yeah. I can't, that I can't work at a quicker pace. In regards to this is something that that would take anybody else five to ten minutes where for me i'm just i just stuck where i i want to get it right the first time or for, for myself i gotta tell myself physically i think this is good enough like i'd have to set a standard or or a limit okay i'm this is where mentally i'll be happy here's the limit or here's how much time i'm gonna say spend on mm -hmm. this and and that's that's it that's all i get and if it's good great if not i have to walk away has that ever helped you at all or do you sit and just kind of get it to the perfect state regardless i get it to the perfect to what i think the perfect state is because sometimes i'll still catch something but luckily there's that edit button where i'm like okay no let mm. me because <laughs> i'll like to reread it even after i post it um but no i like that that what you said i honestly i like that that's almost to me like I try to use a lot of things as an analogy. And to me, that's almost like setting your own working agreements. So mm. I feel like having that is something that would probably help me if I start look coming, looking at it that way, setting those, sure. that goal, or, you know, this, this is where like your, your, your criteria, this is what this and hold myself to that, that accountability. Okay. You're going to only let yourself do this and just make it happen. Awesome. Do you think it gets in the way of daily work, um, <sighs> interviews, resumes, um, applications, oh. or just day to day? Or is it just <laughs> striking? Yes, it sounds like. I, just curious for others uh, overthink. Uh, I would I would say so. Um, I ended up using somebody early on because I, I refused to I I my OCD would not let me. Um, put my resume out there, which I'm glad I did not anyways. I ended up, you know, paying a first service. It was not the most expensive one, but to help me figure out where my trans, where I could touch on those transferable skills, because basically my resume was straight up as if you were to hire a teacher. There was no way mm. I would pass ATS had I kept, had I not had it done. I wouldn't have used as one, even one word could have been closely except maybe like was I, other than that, nothing, there would have been nothing that they would have looked at my resume. Um, so moral of the story, I guess would be, it's okay not to do it yourself. You can ask for help. Absolutely. Right? Get a coach, sure. ask for help. Yes. But there's professionals out there that do it better than you and I can do. Um, so it's good that you took that route and you allowed yourself to, or if you to can't afford it, there's people that are in that community, whatever, whether it's the agile community or other places that are willing to do that for free or give you, you know, like advice or tips or suggestions. So definitely pain doesn't yeah. have to be the and, end all. And for those who can't afford the, the scrum certifications, what's your goal for scholarships? You tease me a bit about this. I'm curious. <laughs> so I feel that. That's also a big factor because for some places, a lot of companies, when you look at the applications, they like, they want these extra certifications and whatnot, and that's costly. And, you know, it's just, it's just me and I have my house and I have my dogs and they're the ones that I, that are most important. And if I'm not able to do it, my hopes are after actually meeting and coming across some amazing people, um, 
Perry Narang is an awesome, awesome trainer and coach who offers free courses and such, um, you know, on agile things. Um, that has really inspired me to be like, okay, well, when I get into a scrum master position and after get after a few years, I would love to be able to offer a scholarship for people that are struggling financially. Um, and that, but that do want to learn that are eager to make that change and trying to put themselves first as in, you know, you want better for yourself and you want to be able to survive, you know, like make money to where you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so it just hits home. And if I, if I have to start with just one scholarship, but you know, I would love to, even if I got together with the PSM or the Scrum Alliance um, or scrum.org and whatnot, and I was able to say, Hey, can we maybe do fundraisers or something? And then people could apply, but I would love for more people to have the financial means if they don't already. I'm assuming if they are new to Scrum or they are especially a transitioning teacher, they, they might not have that money. Whereas maybe other professional areas are paid more well or like well and they they can do that. It'd be really cool to see you pull that off. And, <laughs> and maybe someone in the LinkedIn community has some advice and, and help to kind of get you started so you don't have to do it yourself sure, or plan sure. when you're ready. Oh, absolutely. Right? Awesome. Absolutely. It's been great chat, Renee. You talked about your teaching experience and how surprisingly special education really relates well to Scrum Master. So maybe for those folks looking to transition, that's that's an avenue to explore. Yes. It's been a great chat. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I appreciate it. Jobs, careers, and everything in between. Conversations with experts from searching to success.